or under us are all great, great ni'mat and bounties given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether it is our health and wealth, whether it is our cars that we may be driving, our homes and our houses that we are living in, everything from A to Z that is in that house also, our clothes we are wearing, the food we are, we are eating, the water that we are drinking, and everything that we have are great, great ni'mat given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we find that ever that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with is a very, very great amanat that is given to us also. These things that we have are great amanat. And in, a, in accordance to how we utilize these amanat, these trusts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed under us, these ni'mat that Allah has given us, these bounties, in accordance to how we use these bounties, these amanats, the end result will be in the same way in accordance to that, whether it is success, salvation, happiness and contentment, or it will be doom, destruction, sadness and sorrow. If you, look, if you have to look at it from a worldly example, a person has a vehicle and is using this vehicle for all to now run his business. Every day he goes from home, he goes to his business, or maybe he's going from one com company to another company, a uh, person who got all his tools in his bucky, he's using that bucky to go now, to go out to people's homes, do the electrical jobs that are required, the plumbing jobs, or a person got a transporting company, he's got some trucks and he's using the trucks to, to transport from one province to another. Now this vehicle becomes a very, very valuable asset in his life. When he sees now the wealth coming in, and he sees his hard-earned, the, the wealth that is, that, that, that earned, that living, that, that, that hard-earned uh, wealth that he now, every day he was striving and he was using his, he was going out, working, etc. Now he will realize the value of that asset that he has. That this vehicle or this car that I got, now what a, how fortunate I am, how lucky I am, if I didn't have this vehicle, I wouldn't be able to go out and do so much, so many jobs. But the same person on the other hand is using the same vehicle and he's using it, he's driving way over the speed limit. He hits a robot, he hits a stop street and now he meets up into a serious accident. One person lands up in the hospital, another person in the Qabrastan. On one side, the person who he bumped also, they are injured, he himself is injured. The cops are there to arrest him because he was talking on the cell phone also. So, so many problems has come on one time. Now he's holding his head and he's thinking to himself, that, oh, I wish I never had this vehicle. If I never had this vehicle, I wouldn't have been in the predicament and in the situation that I am in now. So likewise, if you, if you look at it from, a, from an angle of the year after, in the Akhirat, a person is utilizing or is using his car, that vehicle, to go to the masjid. He is going and dropping off his kids at the madrasa. He is going on some charitable, uh, organized, to some charitable, charitable organization or some distribution, or whatever it is, some good, some ibadat is using that, he's using that vehicle to go and to do that ibadat. Now on the day of Qiyamah, when he sees all the rewards that are coming in because of those good deeds he had, he had done in this, in this world, now you will think to himself, that how fortunate I was that I had this vehicle, I could do all these good deeds. But on the other hand, you get a person who is using his vehicle, he is going to some pub or some nightclub or some casino, some den, He's going to drop you. He's going to drop off his children at some birthday party, some matric ball, or some malls to go out with their friends, etc. Now in the akhirat, when he sees all the repercussion of all those sins and those gunas, now he will wish and he will wish that I, how I wish I never had this fear. I wouldn't be in the situation that I am today. So likewise, 
every ni'mat that we have. It's a very great amanat. It can either be a, a source of great happiness, salvation, contentment for us. Or it will be a means of doom and destruction. And from everything that a person possesses, from everything that we have, the greatest of values is attached to our own children, these children that are amanat Allah has given to us, our sons and our daughters that are growing up in our homes. How we treat them, how we bring them up, how we, what morals and what values we instill in our children. The love that a parent has for his child is not like, like the love that he has in any other relationship. What a parent won't do for his children. Whatever from even the love is so that we wish and we desire a better life for our own children also, for better than even our own selves. We want a better life for them. We want them to be happier. We want them to be more successful than us. And generally in pursuing this happy, this, this desire of us, of ours, we tend to send them to the best of schools that we are able to afford so that they can acquire the best of education possible that we can afford also. And we will see to it that whatever homework has to be done, it is punctually done. And whatever grade, we will see that the grades and the marks are up, it's not going low, etc. If, if there are low grades that are coming in, we will admonish, we will meet out some type of admonishment or punishment for the child, privileges will be taken away, etc. Whatever is required from the side of the school, we will make sure that we fulfill all those requirements also. And when they finish the primary level, we send them for a higher education, where they now gain that, acquire degree and whatever it is. And once they are financially stable, then we feel to ourselves that as parents, we have done, we have done our responsibility, we have fulfilled our responsibility when it comes to our children. Sharia and Deen doesn't stop us from sending our children and making them, sending them to study. Deen doesn't stop us from making them who we want to become, who we want them to become. As long as it's within the parameters of Deen, they can go and study and become the professionals, they become the best in the field also. But before everything and before anything, we have to ensure that they grow up as proper mu'mins, proper Muslims and proper ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa The hadith mentions, مَا نَحَلَ وَالِدًا وَلَدًا مِّن نَحْلٍ That no father has given a greater or a better gift to his child. Better than that father who has brought his child up with dini morals and values. He has brought the mafhum of the hadith. He has given his child that dini morals, the sunnah of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, that consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has, he has taught his child how to perform salah, wuzu, ghusl, etc. Everything, all the basic tenets of deen. He has taught his child, the child is growing up with this knowledge, with the knowledge of deen. He has equipped his child not only with the success and, and, and the tools of success and happiness of this world, but also the tools of success and happiness of the everlasting akhirat. So he has seen to the dunya and he has seen to the akhirat of his child. There is no child, there is no father that has, has given his child a better gift than this. If you have to sit with the elders or ulama ikram, the muftis of our time, and we will realize the cases that are coming in, where parents are complaining about, about children, they are frustrated. And they don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my child. He is back answering me. He is not listening to me. He doesn't want to listen when I'm telling him to do this. He is even swearing me. And how many cases there are where the child is even raising his hands against the parent. That father and that mother, now they are, they are frightened to even mention anything in front of that son. Why? Because that son will now raise his hands against them. And when you look at that problem and you try to trace the roots of that problem, then you, it all boils down to one thing. 
The parent had given everything to the child. Maybe the best of education also. In the best of schools affordable. He had given them everything of the, of the, the best of this dunya. But when he came to the dini morals and he had failed that child. He had failed that child when he came to, to, to dini education, to instilling within him the sunnah of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, those morals and those values of deen. Ma nahala walidun waladan min nahlin. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam mentions the best you can do is to see that they grow up in an Islamic environment. Any child that has been given this dini knowledge and this dini, this value, the, 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 the morals of deen and, 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 and shariat is instilled within the child. That child will treat his parents better than even the kings of the, and the queens of that time. Because this is what Islam commands us to do as, as, as children. To treat our parents like kings and better than kings and queens. Everything, everyone, the relationship, the worldly relationship, everyone comes last after our parents. Now this is obviously after Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa But our parents... That person who has been given that dini education, he will treat his parents like how he's supposed to treat them as a Muslim, as an ummati of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa How sad it is, my respected elders and brothers, that today we see young, young children, barely babies, one year, one and a half years, and they're already sporting that haram hairstyle. You go to a nikah, you go to a walima function, and you see them already in that suit and tie and that western culture. They are already swaying their hips to some music that he's playing. And they want to now take out selfies of themselves. They want to pose for the camera. He is a baby. He is a child. He doesn't even have a mind of his own. Who is pushing him in that direction? Who is making him do all these things? If it is not the parents, then who else can he be? The schools that we are sending our children also, my respected elders and brothers. No one is saying do not educate our children. As long as within the parameters of Sharia, by all means, make them professionals in their fields. But it is not a secret with the subjects that are being introduced in the schools. Firstly, that secular education where religion, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taken completely out of it of the equation. They are taught everything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then you get children from good, good families and good backgrounds. And they will come and ask you, Moana, do you really think there is such a thing as Jannat and Jahannam? Do you really think there is such a thing as Taqdeer? Some of them even doubt the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Already that if the iman is not gone, that the cracks in that foundation has already been formed now. That form that, that, that those cracks in the iman. This iman is the foundation of deen. We learn about the pillars of Islam, salah, zakah, hajj, fasting, whatever. That is the pillars of deen. Those pillars are holding up and in the entire structure of deen. But these pillars are resting on a foundation. And that foundation is iman. If there are already cracks in a person's iman, what can be, what, what can be expected from the rest of the building? So this is what we have to understand and now the new, the, the latest subjects that are being introduced, where from the tender small age, the concept of haya is being ripped out of their, of, out of their lives. Al-haya wal-iman qurana, Nabi alayhi salatu mentions that haya and iman go together. This haya is the greatest guard of our iman. Once this haya is gone, now you can see your iman is gone. From the time they are so small, they are so grade 2, grade 3, grade 4, they are being taught such things in the school. You are given that, that, that free will. That entire concept of haya is ripped out of this. We are sending them to the schools, no doubt, no no problem. As long as within the parameters of sharia, that is why one of our senior muftis always tell us that when you are sending your child to the school, then see what he is learning in that school. See what he is being taught in that school. Wherever he is going wrong, you can correct him. Because once it is too late, then you will come, the child will come back and tell you that I'm no more, I don't believe in Allah. 
The child, that son of yours will come and tell you, Daddy, I'm now involved with another boy. Or the daughter, how many mothers have mentioned my daughter has come to me and told me that I'm involved with another, I want to get married to my best friend, a girlfriend. So we have to understand, my respect, the time is up already, but that, that, our, that effort has to be made on our children. That imani effort on our children. They are, the, they are the next generation of the flag bearers of Islam. We have to see, inculcate within them deen, the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa aqeedah, that firm yaqeen in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is not something that is difficult. The maktab system that is there, we know how we treat that maktab. With what significance we treat that maktab also. And if our children are now in the teenage years, or now they are adults also, there are so many different classes in the weekends from different Islamic organizations that are holding classes for youth, youngsters, where aqaid, fiqh, hadith, the adab of deen are being taught. We need to encourage them to go for these classes. Like how we love them and we want the best for the dunya for them. We also want the best for the akhirah. We want jannah for ourselves also. And we are striving for it also. But we also need to strive for the jannah of my child. And to prepare him not only to be an ima- a mu'min, a proper Muslim and a proper ummati of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, But one day he is going to be a father. He is going to have children. He is, he is going to have, he is going to also have grandchildren maybe inshallah, whatever. Only Allah ta'ala knows. So we need to prepare him also. Prepare our children. One is to be proper ummatis. But also to be good fathers, to be good, a good mother figure, so that when we, when they have children, then they can pass the message of Deen down the line. So we make dua to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Allah Taala keep our iman in contact. Our key, Allah Taala keep the iman of our children, our progeny to come and unite us in Jannat, Jannat al Firdaus. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أي على صلاة أي على صلاة أي على الفلاة أي على الفلاة الحمد لله الأكرم الذي خلق الإنسان وكرم وعلمه من البيان ما لم يعلم فسبحان الذي لا يحصن تنانه باللسان ولا بالقلم ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله الذي يؤتي جوامع الكلم وكرائم الحكم صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه نجوم طريق الأمم أما بعد فقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بلغه عني ولو آية وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من سلك طريقا يلتمس فيه علما سهل الله له به طريقا إلى الجنة وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم تعلم الفرائض والقرآن وعلم الناس فإني مقبول أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أمن هو قانت آناء الليل ساجدا وقائما يحذر الآخرة ويرجو رحمة ربه قل هل يستوي الذين يعلمون والذين لا يعلمون إنما يتذكرون الألباب بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم من الآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد كريم مرك ضر الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه 
ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تبارك وتعالى ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبده ورسوله وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد والنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه واشدهم في امر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه واصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه واقربهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزه اسد الله اسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفره ظاهره وباطنه لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم وخير القرون قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم واهد من قبل دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون اقيموا الصلاه الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ لِكُلِّ امْرِئٍ مِّنْهُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ شَأْنٌ يُغْنِيهِ وُجُوهٌ يَوْمَئِذٍ مُّسْفِرَةٌ ضَاحِكَةٌ مُسْتَبْشِرَةٌ وَوُجُوهٌ يَوْمَئِذٍ عَلَيْهَا غَبَرَةٌ تَرْهَقُهَا قَتَرَةٌ أُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْكَفَرَةُ الْفَجَرَةُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ حَمِدَهُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ الله اكبر الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين
ഹമ്മ അള്ള اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم اللهم عز نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم عز كل شيء منتسب ومتسل إلى نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم في كل مكان في كل زمان يا رب العالمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم عز أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر لأمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز عن سيئات امه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم امه سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهد امه سيدنا محمد صلى الله صلى الله عليه وسلم للاسلام ونور قلوب امه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بالايمان اللهم اهدنا واهد بنا واجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى اللهم اهد الناس جميعا يا رب العالمين اللهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار ربنا فاغفرنا ذنوبنا واسرافنا في امرنا وثبت اقدامنا وانصرنا على القوم الكافرين ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين والحمد لله رب